0: Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Steven Navarro. And with me is Danny. And we will get right into, I believe, a much quicker episode than the abysmal one last week where we had to live record during the Steelers. And the Steelers have just become a mockery of the National Football League But we aren't here to dwell on that at the moment, perhaps towards the end of the injury report. I will start the show by going over my best ball statistics quickly. Uh, You know, on underdog, I had 55 drafts uh, total, and none of my manias made it through. I had four manias. Uh, Those were all L's. But... I still made 15, uh, 14 drafts into the playoff round here. And all you need is one, baby. All you need is one to win first place. Only one person can win first place in each of these tournaments. So that's what you're gunning for anyway. You're not gunning to, to just make the playoffs. So uh, still, you know, a 25% survival rate uh, with those numbers, which is about 10% above average. So. You know, say what you will. I know my, I know my football. I know my best ball. I am pretty proud of myself. So we'll see how it goes. My top QBs is Josh Allen, Jared Goff, and I like that. I, uh, where I'm at with that. Brock Purdy, also same amount, and then Deshaun Watson. Cross him off. Jordan Love, Russell Wilson, and Jalen Hurts are all my top owned quarterbacks. And then I have another handful of guys that are just in one draft uh, left only, but um, you know, that's, that's my quarterback game. And then Mike Evans crushed it for me. Danny had the great sharp uh, play uh, when we did our live best ball draft on here. Uh, Say, say, why is Mike Evans going in like the sixth round? And that turned out to be exactly true. And then, uh, our our draft we did do together on that episode. uh we made we got third, I believe we just got or fourth, third or fourth, but it was like less than twenty points. We were snuffed out of advancing that one. bummer, but that's the game we play, and let us know on X at return to play pod if you played any best ball this year and how you did and how you uh, think you're gonna do if you're gonna win any big money. Our friends over at Fantasy Unleashed that play at the professional level, max out entries, type of shit. Uh, they, uh, Cash at least, uh, he has uh, a similar portfolio. Uh, maybe even, I think he even survived 30% of his drafts and he's doing 150 drafts per tournament, you know, or maxing out each tournament. And then he does some big. entry ones and and all of that. So, which I saw he had two, one or two Mastiffs go through and the Mastiff, I believe is, is $250 a pop. Good for them. Those guys are really sharp about best ball over there. If anyone doesn't know about them somehow that listens to us, go check them out next best ball season, particularly anything to add or intro Danny. The standard is the standard
1: although the standard hasn't been the standard for quite some time. We'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll be on a positive note this week.
0: We, yeah, uh, maybe work. next week. Or I was, I would say if we lose again, Saturday, then we can make a list of all the coaches we would trade for Mike Tomlin. Uh, February in February. Uh, Mike Vrabel comes to mind, <laughs> but I would take literally anybody at this point. Eh. We'll, we'll make a list next week. If, if the steelers lose if the steelers lose the well when they lose their next game the the craziest thing is like everybody else keeps losing so we yeah,
1: we're still in the mix are, which is like offensive <laughs> like like I don't want to watch this team up. I know right, right exactly yeah. I don't I don't want to continue to watch this team longer than I need to just to get freaking smoked by I,
0: I will 40, say 40 points to some if we if we miss the playoffs this year, we're eligible for hard knocks. There we go. So I guess I I guess I would take that, honestly, because I don't know. I don't think they would ever pass up on the Steelers. Obviously, haven't been an option for hard knocks almost since its inception back in the 90s. I don't think the Steelers have ever even been an option for them to do us, so I think they would jump on that uh, immediately if we do miss I mean the playoffs. M- they missed the playoffs last year, though. You have to miss two in a row. Uh, I didn't know the, I didn't know the criteria. Now, I don't know when they added that criteria, if that criteria has been in place since the show's inception, but uh, as it stands now and recently, you have to miss the playoffs two years in a row. I do have. I do have a stat composed – that I was
1: going to post as a Facebook status, but I can I can share I can share a Tomlin stat for the intro if you want. <laughs> sure, Tomlin stat. <laughs> yeah. So this is his. This this is this is what I use to kind of point out how bad the media at large skews public opinion on things. Mike Tomlin obviously has this reputation of like great coach who's done amazing things and you know, constantly overachieves, although that certainly isn't true. This is his 17th year as the Steelers' head coach. Do you want to take a guess at how many years they've won a playoff game in those 17 years?
0: How many playoff wins?
1: How many, how many years they have won a playoff game out of 17? Three. Four. They've won, a, they've won four of 17. So this year, when they inevitably don't win a playoff game, it'll be four out of 17 years that he's won a playoff game. Mike Tomlin has won 63% of his games as a coach. And I compare it to a coach who is almost universally panned, criticized as an underachieving coach who has held his team's back, been fired from a previous position. Mike McCarthy, 17 years of a, as a head coach. Mike McCarthy has won 62% of his games, so 1% less than Tomlin. He has won a playoff game in seven seasons thus far and will likely make it eight this year. As Dallas is rolling, so almost identical resumes. Tomlin has had significantly more talent uh, across their almost two decade careers now, uh, except Mike Mike McCarthy has had significant more significantly more postseason success, uh, and will we'll likely double double up Tomlin this year on uh, playoff winning seasons. So there's your there's your uh, media skewing stat of the day. They hammer home that uh, Mike Tomlin's a fantastic coach. People believe it. They hammer home that Mike McCarthy stinks, and people believe it. <laughs> but the numbers, but the numbers don't lie. And yeah, I mean, if someone is—I've heard like Washington rumors that they they would trade a pick for him. If someone is stupid enough, like if we get if we get anything out of Tomlin, that would be phenomenal. But the most—I well, mean, the Steelers, the Steelers aren't going to fire him. Canada was the first coach they fired in 80 years, so that's you know they're they what they do is they just don't renew your contract so tomlin's still under contract for one more season i could see it possible that someone would trade for him and you know we would have a new coach next year and a pick but the most likely thing you know it sounds like the roonies are exploring you know the options of of uh you know not renewing his contract same kind of thing talking about Belichick on his way out in New England, which is insane. Will be fucking crazy if Belichick if New England gets rid of Belichick before Pittsburgh gets rid of Tomlin. But uh, I think the most <laughs> likely thing is that Tomlin has one more year, and then he will,
0: then he will mutually part ways. Probably that's probably what's going to happen. I I do think that they would ask they would be asking for a first and uh, a second or a first and a third, or maybe uh first and next year's, the year after second, something like that. Like they would want a fucking King's ransom because of the narrative you have just spoken of. You look at it, half of the teams in the league would love to barely make the playoffs every year and get smoked. Uh, that would be an upgrade for most franchises. We do not view it that way in Pittsburgh. Uh, even, I, I mean, it's
1: not even – I mean, they, they're they not even making the playoffs most years. Right. So we're, know, always I mean,
0: seven, we're always a seven – we're
1: always six six – yeah, 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 They're always in contention. But, yeah, our last two games – our last two playoff games were getting 40 pieced by the Browns at home and getting 40 pieced by the Jaguars at home. Yeah, I mean, like – yeah. If he goes to a bad team, they're not going to, like, miraculously be, be getting seven seeds and going nine <laughs> and eight.
0: Like, it's just not mm-hmm. going to happen. They're going to go four yeah. and thirteen. And our defense is ass now. Well, I mean, we just had too many injuries, but let's just talk about it now. We're going to save TJ for the end of the injury report, but uh, let's just finish up. Let's just do Steelers talk and and TJ now. You know, TJ's cleared concussion protocol uh, Wednesday here, um, which is six days after that game, but uh, which is still... For what happened and what looked like what he looked like on thursday that's clearly rushing him back but if you're gonna play him with a concussion that thursday uh you might as well play him again next week because the risk of his brain uh permanent brain damage goes down a week later so i mean for him to have gone back in that game with a tinted visor and and they clearly acknowledged that he had like a concussion by doing that and then they are Putting him in only on like th- some third down spots, and they were just subbing him in, sprinkling him in. Uh, that is malpractice of medicine by the Steelers' healthcare team. It's malpractice by the independent guy who clearly didn't. They didn't. The independent team is clearly on the on the books. Like they they did not step in at all when they clearly should have it's all messed up. It's all wrong. And that's, pro- that's just another reason why we lost this game too, because we're trying to keep TJ in there who is not, who should not be playing football in that moment at all. And we're trying to force him in the game instead of, you know, this, what I thought Pittsburgh standard was his next guy up and, you know, everyone is replaceable or it, you know, has to be replaceable when they go down. So it just goes against really everything that Tomlin stands for. And he lets that he lets that happen. And then we lose anyway. And our defense is, was fucking ass. And TJ didn't get to the quarterback like once, basically. He got there one or two times. It's just all miserable. So who knows? Who knows how TJ is going to play this week? He should be fine this far out especially by Sunday will be 10 days. He should be good, but, yeah, a mess. Yeah, thankfully we have the, the 10 days
1: for him to get back. Otherwise, he probably would have had to miss a game. Nine days. We play Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good call. But, regardless, concuss TJ or not, I, I think he's still significantly better than the replacement. So, I
0: I, I understand I, that. I,
1: I, there, there are many, many reasons why Pittsburgh got embarrassed.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah and most mostly well mostly on the offense when you still say our defense played like absolute shit we did still hold them to 21 points and like you should be winning football games holding teams to you know 20 21 and under uh whatever it's a it's a miserable year to be a Pittsburgh fan particularly miserable year last year at least ended with some hope um and then with with Kenny being hurt and still and you know going 7 and 4 into his injury you know he's obviously going to be the starter next year we're not going to make any quarterback moves i can already get i can guarantee that we're not going to replace kenny we will probably get rid of mitch maybe try to trade mitch who's probably worthless now but we have him i think for another season and then we lost we missed our opportunity to trade mason rudolph yeah, Wh- whom we did absolutely nothing with. Like, why well, have the safety net of a third string quarterback? Uh, I mean, in their minds, they're like, "We'll be all right, if- even if we lose both both guys." Then we've still got like they were thinking, "Soupy," you know? They were legitimately thinking we could go to the Super Bowl in August and planning for that is what that tells me. And so you're so you're not even evaluating your team properly either Then, at that point like you you did not evaluate evaluate anything correctly top down i do but omar khan's not the problem it's it's clearly the coaching
1: yeah i don't even know what to i did find it interesting uh i saw as bad as trubisky was he uh had more obviously this is entirely irrelevant but he had more fantasy points than kenny pickett has had in any game in his career. Also also Tommy DeVito has uh, more touchdowns than Kenny now in what like three starts this just season all around or, this this season. Yeah, okay. just this season. He has seven touchdowns. Give him now two now more in weeks, he'll pass him career. Yeah, probably yeah, probably. Which is insane that the Giants freaking blew that Jets game when when they wouldn't when Tyrod got hurt and they wouldn't let uh DeVito throw the ball. Like that's just Wow. Well, he was a different quarterback
0: back, you know, in, in that moment. I mean, but
1: they they literally just ran Saquon 30 times in a row in the second half and then just blew the game by missing a 20 yarder. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get into some injuries.
0: Yeah, let's dive into the injuries. We got a short, shorter injury list for you at in at the moment. Uh quarterbacks, Tri- uh, Trevor Lawrence practicing in full this week. Got a full day of practice in with the ankle injury. Uh, looked like dog shit against the Browns, but he should be back. I think he'll he'll be more mobile this week than last week. Uh, who knows? I guess that that will be remains to be seen. I need Trevor Lawrence to do do pretty good here on <laughs> for best ball. And the, speaking of the Browns defense, uh, two big uh, season ending injuries on their defensive side: uh, Grant Del Pitt and. Okoa, oh, how you say his name? Cor is that
1: who you're talking about? Kora, Kora, I don't, Kora, I, I don't Umbos, know how. to Umbos actually
0: his first defensive end. He was very much a complimentary guy to Miles Garrett. So he's and he's out. This. So, couple big injuries for their defense. We'll see how they can rebound here down the stretch as they have their two games ahead on everyone else for the wild card. Maybe no, they're one game. Ahead. No, they're
1: they're just one game. Yeah. Definitely horrible luck for the Browns this year, though, because we've touched on, you know, the the difficulty of their salary cap situation going into next year. They'll have to probably restructure, push push Deshaun's back to where he'll have an even crazier cap hit in the, the coming years. And and obviously they, you know, this they don't have a lot of picks in, in the future. So this year was really high expectation for them, and they just are like actually doing well but just decimated by injuries coming down to the playoff time so definitely the best Browns team since the pre-Baltimore days but not not going to end well I don't think and then you've got what you know what what's the Chubb situation going to be like if he plays next year are they going to re-sign him can they re-sign him what's what's he you know what's that going to look like so a lot I of have, things on
0: the on the horizon for the Browns okay I found an article do we wanna go over this article of the Sean's restructuring options? Sure. So they already paid him twenty twenty-two, obviously in twenty twenty-three. So right now he's at nineteen million dollars he's made. No, he's made
1: he's made way more than that. But that's but they are his cap hit for this year is only nineteen million. Yeah. Yeah, because he so he's got been, the signing been, bonus. Yeah, he's been paid ninety million. So basically basically what they do is They'll convert his next year's salary into a signing bonus, which pushes it back, The pushes the cap hit back over the remaining years on the contract and the void years then. But the money that's already backtracked, like you can't continue to push that back. So I think next year they can only shave like 30 million off of his $63 million hit, which would, you know, then it would push it almost the next couple years would be like, a. 70 80 million dollar hit at that point at which point they could still continue to restructure but then inevitably eventually you know like the the packers this year are are stuck with 40 million dead from aaron Rodgers, even after the jets took uh his full remaining salary so you know and the browns are are if they continue pushing it back pushing it back pushing it back they're they're stuck to even you know a worse situation than than that Especially like if they re-sign Deshaun again, which the way he's playing, who knows? But if they were to re-sign him, then you have that huge dead money hit plus his new contract on top of that. So it's uh, eventually, eventually, you got to quit kicking the can down the road and just swallow it. But we'll see what they do.
0: Yeah, they're uh, they're in a world of hurt. It's gonna be tens of millions of dollars in gap hit, uh, basically every year. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot
1: of uh, dead money eventually.
0: Eventually. Okay, let's move on to CJ Stroud. He didn't practice today, still uh, at that stage of concussion protocol. So most likely, almost all signs point to will not play Sunday. Titans are minus three at home against the Texans coming off a dramatic Monday night win. You know that so the Titans are going to go one of two ways here this week. They're either going to blow out the the Texans or they're going to lose outright. But I I do think the Titans can uh, win this game uh, and beat a, C, uh, a Davis Mills led uh, Texans team.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough situation for the Texans here because normally, you know, you would think like okay, you're a rebuilding team, you're a rookie rookie quarterback you know you're gonna not try to rush him back but for them you know you're you're they weren't expecting to be in the playoffs or you know in the playoff race but now you're in the in the heat of the wild card race big divisional game coming up you know normally that you'd think they'd be in the situation where they don't really have an incentive to rush him back but here it's it's a very very important game for them so i still think obviously the wise decision would be to to hold him out for a week, even if he does end up clearing protocol,
0: Uh, took a, took a tough hit to the head, but I agree most, most likely out. Moving on to running backs, Jonathan Taylor still out with his thumb, uh, did not practice. So, you know, they're, they're not going to play him Saturday. I'd imagine uh, with zero practice for two weeks here already. And and all of that, they're going to want to get him a week of practice. I think back, get back into things. Although they're in the they're in a playoff race too're tied with us, so uh, and everybody else, the log jam here, so this week will definitely chop off some branches of that log jam for sure. Uh, we'll see. I doubt he plays though, and then Brees Hall for the Jets continues to be battling his ankle injury, it's limited at practice. I would assume he he plays again. Uh, who knows what his productivity will be like? He's kind of fallen off uh, lately, too, dealing with this injury. Anything on running backs? No, Jets did look pretty good this week, though. Hopefully, uh, a little Zach Wilson awakening can get that get Brees Hall going. Yeah, finally, the Jets cover for me on X picks and and my and my. I I told you last week, you stay the course don't flop don't switch now you're going to get fucked on the other end and and I stuck with it and we went 6 and 2 this week on X and yeah that was so that was uh, good stuff good stuff on X we're back in the saddle uh what 75 57 is about our record on there so going strong still going strong wide receiver Just one to note, DJ Moore did not practice with his ankle injury. You know, who knows? He's a veteran guy. Doesn't necessarily need to be practicing on a Wednesday anyway, but I will definitely be keeping a keen eye on him going into this weekend. As the Bears are now also maybe trying to sneak into the playoffs too. Definitely just trying to to get some – rather go – like the Eberflus is coaching for his job and – uh and i think um justin fields knows as well like this is his this is his chance to make sure the bears don't use their number one pick on his replacement like i think that's probably in the back of his mind as well so uh well he needs dj more though that's a fact
1: yeah absolutely need dj more out there this year this year this week um I don't remember him – I don't remember – like, I didn't remember – didn't see the play, so I don't really know what happened with his ankle. But I feel like he'll probably be good to go by by Sunday. The Bears are just, like, impossible to freaking
0: guess correctly this year. They're so up and down. With that said, let's get into some soccer talk, Danny's big payout, and oh, draw of the week. You, I, you I am pissed
1: for a variety <laughs> of reasons. One, I really wanted tickets to this game. I mean, it's a very, it's a very good thing. At the same time, because it shows how much, you know, MLS and soccer in this country is growing. You know, got in the queue for the for the sale, and I was like three thousandth in line. <laughs> tickets were sold out by the time it got to me. So then resale tickets. You know, it was like the 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 cheapest of the nosebleeds was like you know, over $400 after the fees and stuff per ticket. Didn't drop that. I actually had a, uh, a family Christmas event in Pennsylvania. So <laughs> was like, had to decide, should I, should I go see my family? Should I go hang out in Columbus and just, you know, bar crawl and high five people? I was like, well, I'll go make my family watch soccer, which actually was very successful. Made my non-soccer watching family watch soccer. Seemed like, seemed like it was overall a good experience, but, uh, Hit my huge bet, 1200 I did end up fading for 400 uh in the, in the semifinal and the final there. So technically only won 800 but hey, still big cha-ching. But part of me going to the PA, I was like, well, you know, the parade will be next weekend. I can just still go to down, down to Columbus, have a good time at the parade. No, they put the fucking parade at Tuesday. Tuesday at noon? Are you kidding me? With one day notice? So, like, if you are a normal <laughs> person, like, you can't even get out. At, like, get out of work to go down there like they announced on Monday hey we're having a freaking parade maybe it was sunday they announced it i don't remember so i didn't even get to go down for the parade and it was like it was cold but it was like beautiful beautiful day for a parade and to freaking you know drink a beer while some latinos drive by you you know shaking their champagne so congrats to the crew hell of a game hell of a season yeah overall definitely definitely a great uh, great season but uh, big, big kick in the balls at the end when I didn't get to experience any of it. But I'm not complaining. Who am I to complain in this situation? Big <laughs> payout and the, and the boys get the dub. So I'm happy. All around happy. Hashtag blessed.
0: Yeah, that was uh, an easy, an easy dub there. Kind of. I mean, sweating it out a little bit. They, the they made
1: dominated and then made, and then made you sweat. It was, it was almost like a freaking Steelers game. <laughs> 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 they, just, they make you freaking hold your breath at the very end.
0: Uh, so that that was cool. We we were at an Ohio State Cleveland Browns bar in Charlotte for that, but I still had to tell them to put on the game. They just like they were busy and they, they didn't care, so it was just like left on es. All the TVs were on ESPNU, which was like women's volleyball, and uh, I was like, we need you know Army Navy's on, crew's on. I'm just like telling the bartender that she's like, I don't what who's the crew I was like MLS. And she's like, what's that? And I uh, soccer bitch. <laughs> uh, But the, 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 the dude, the dude bussing tables and stuff. He, he got me, he got all the TV sets. So shout out that guy.
1: Hell yeah. Shout out that guy. I think you brought up the Navy game. That was my lock last week. Army stops Navy on fourth and goal. From the one to win the game, which would have got me the cover. Sad, bad beat for me.
0: Yeah, that obviously an ugly game every year there.
1: They did hit the over by a half a point.
0: That was an epic, that was epic over uh, hit with the safety that you'll never see that often, if ever again. Uh, Oh, yeah, my other piece news that's what it was. Uh, Charlotte FC just got a new head coach for the Aston Villas coach. His name escapes me at the moment, but uh, doesn't matter. We got an English premier coach coming over, so hopefully that pans out well. And uh, Charlotte can can kind of not be a mid mid to bottom team and and turn some things around here in the coming years because they did have the highest average attendance for MLS this year. It's, it
1: is tough being. An expansion team in a in a crowded East right now. It's very, very lopsided towards the East, which yeah, know,
0: normally is fairly balanced. But Ho- hopefully, with the new ex- expansion team coming to for the West, uh, that might that might uh... San Diego. <laughs> do they
1: I don't think they start. Do they play this year? I feel like they don't start this year, but they might. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You, for you sure. would know
0: more than me. I don't know. Let's, let's right. Let's let's, let's do some draws yeah
1: uh, talk about some good old-fashioned ties
0: it's Europa League this weekend some lopsided spreads here I'm gonna go with tomorrow at 12 45 p.m. so not, <laughs> so not listen, like any of you listen,
1: listen to this pod bright and early get your picks in
0: yeah uh plus 240 draw between Real Villarreal, Villarreal and Rennes. No clue where Rennes is from or what league they play in, but I'm gonna take the plus two forty draw there. Uh, I think they might be
1: French, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Villal is the yeah that definitely butchered the pronunciation on those. Yeah, uh, Rennes FC. I'm not European. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I don't. I don't speak a lick of French. But yeah, sounds sounds like a good one. I'm going weekend EPL action. Let me make sure that's actually the right date and then I'm not picking a future game again. Okay, yeah, we're good. Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh wait. <laughs> Lied straight to your faces. Saturday, 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I like Everton and Burnley. Also a 240 draw a plus two forty draw. Um Everton hot. They got hit with a 10 point deduction which had them uh facing relegation. If you if you don't know Everton is the uh, they have the longest standing, even though they're not like one of the top teams, like one of the heavyweights. They have the longest standing stay in the top flight, and they have the most years, I believe, total of being in the top flight of English football. Had some some close calls the past couple years, narrowly avoiding relegation, but they've been hot. Kind of kind of got themselves solidified as you know, like they're not gonna get get demoted this year. Oh, Despite that penalty for some kind of financial sketchy shit they did, I don't know. But they've been hot. I think they fall short on the road this week to Burnley. So I'm taking them uh, Getting just getting one point on the road, plus 240.
0: Ah, I like that. That's uh, good insight. So let's move on to the favorite part of the show, greasy gambling picks. I went one, one and one last week, Bullshit. one and two. Uh, I finally
1: I finally catch him, and then I now I'm a half game behind
0: because the Vikings held their opponents to zero points and pushed on their spread. <laughs> uh, would have loved to see that go zero, zero, or at least into overtime, uh, just to make that game more miserable and although the fans seem to be loving it i mean could you imagine going in there and being like i'm gonna go to this game and take the under like who's doing that so that'd be a cool one in vegas to have to have hit on that under because you're just you're cruising to a victory but it's a new week and we have six fresh picks for you danny why don't you Take the reins.
1: Okay, I shall. I shall. I got a wide variety going. Going three different levels of football this week. Um, so we'll start high school. No, no, it is over at least in Ohio. No, so we're going. We got a FCS, an FBS, and an NFL pick here for you. Uh, we'll start with. uh, I believe Montana will be the first one chronologically played, so we'll start there. Montana lights out. I think they've won like nine in a row. They lost early, early in the season, bad loss, but then they've been hot, spanking some good teams. They are a home dog to North Dakota State, which seems crazy to bet against North Dakota State. Uh, You know, the dynasty they've had lately, but this is, they're down a little bit this year. They had, they got swept in the regular season by the Dakotas, lost to San Diego, San Diego, South Dakota, South Dakota State and North Dakota. Uh, prior to getting revenge on I believe South Dakota last week in the quarterfinals, but so three losses for North Dakota State, montana and lights out blowing out some good teams. Um, this is definitely the most FCS I feel like I've watched this year, which is actually really fun. FCS playoffs is is really fun. I recommend everybody get into it, but I like the Grizz Grizz getting it done at home. I like them getting to the championship where they will inevitably get blown out by South Dakota State, who's Favored by twenty one points in the in the other semifinal game. South Dakota State is freaking legit this year. They would they I feel like they would beat most of the FCS, at least half of the FCS. They could beat FBS. over sixty F, FBS. Excuse me, Montana, not Montana. South Dakota State could beat sixty FBS teams. Put put all my money on it. If I, anyone, if anyone wants to try it, they can schedule the game <laughs> and and we'll see what happens. Because South, South 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 Dakota State's legit. Go Jackrabbits! Uh,
0: I will add that uh, that is a very sharp play. The bet tickets are split 50-50, but 70% of the money is on Montana.
1: Montana. Uh, all right, we'll see what happens. And then we'll get to some uh, NFL action. I like the Rams at home, minus 6.5. Rams are, are hot lately. Uh, tough one last week, losing an OT to the freaking Baltimore Ravens. The whole AFC North won last week. Except for the Steelers. That was fun. Uh, but yeah, I like the Rams to blow out Washington, who stinks. And then my lock. I don't know why I made this one my lock, but it's a, it's a Monday bowl game. Let me see what bowl. Damn it. I had this fresh in my head an hour ago, and then I forgot. All right, so this is Monday. The famous toastery bowl. Famous Toastery in Charlotte, North Carolina. Huh. There you go. You going to go to the Famous Toastery Bowl, bro?
0: Because you probably could. But I'm taking Western Kentucky plus two and a half. I was muted. (laughs) Uh, The Famous Toastery is an overpriced brunch spot down here. Okay. Okay. There you go. Well, they sponsored a bowl. Uh, Western
1: Kentucky... At Old Dominion, not at Old Dominion, playing Old Dominion, plus two and a half. Western Kentucky is the, best, the better team in this matchup. I don't know why they're dogs. Uh, I don't know what the money money spread distribution is like. Steve can probably give you the insight
0: on that, but I like Western Kentucky here. Uh, I was also going to say that every uh, 81% of the bets are on Old Dominion. 93% of the money is on Old Dominion. So, what? everyone is betting. What am I missing?
1: Men. What am I missing, bro?
0: Is there a, someone, is there someone, a portal
1: guy? Oh, no, uh, someone's in the portal for sure, but I, I don't care. I'm still rolling with it. Especially, no, if, that's good. That yeah, means oh, Vegas yeah. is
0: on Western Kentucky. Oh, here we go. Uh, Western Kentucky's transport transfer portal. Uh, stud starting left guard out, starting center out, starting right tackle out, both cornerbacks out, safety out linebacker if, out. So, if Austin one, Reed, two, three, if Austin
1: Reed and Malachi Corley are playing, that's all
0: I care about. Quarterback receiver, they're lights out. They're legit. Yeah, their their entire secondary, a linebacker and three starting offensive linemen are out.
1: <laughs> yeah, but those aren't their those aren't their good good positions. Austin Reed accepted invitation to play in the East West Shrine Bowl. So, you better be now, playing, you better
0: be playing in the in the bowl game then. Malachi Corley is questionable to play.
1: Okay, so the whole team's out. Oh, <laughs> uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Go Hilltoppers, baby. Lock it in. Plus two and a half.
0: <laughs> we ain't wavering. I ain't scared. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, yeah, no turning back now. It's already locked in as your lock. All right, I will switch over and I'm going to start with the college game as well. It is UCLA minus four and a half against Boise State in SoFi Stadium. I think it's like the Gronk Bowl or this is the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. I don't know. It's going to be like a quirky bowl thing. So I I think it's uh, UCLA. It's a sharp play is all I really looked at. But, you know, if you're talking two brand names here, it still is a Pac-12 team versus a Mountain West team. And we're not playing on blue turf, so give me UCLA minus 4.5, taking the sharp side. Obviously, all of mine all year long are sharp money plays as far as midweek goes. So I'm going to switch to NFL, and I'm going to give you the Giants plus 6 at the Saints. Saints' defense is still banged up. Half their defense is questionable or doubtful as of today on the injury report and then a Derek Carr is a broken-down junker at this point, but they're still leaving him in there for some reason. Yeah, it's just another sharp play. Giants, Tommy DeVita, how could you not roll with the guy at this point? Love that story. Uh, great, great image for Italian-Americans. And then my lock of the week. Oh, God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to myself and to the people. Steelers, plus one and a half. Saturday against the Colts at the Colts. I'm sure the dome will be closed, but 54% of the tickets are on the Colts yet 80% of the money is on the Steelers. So this is Mike Tomlin as a dog. All the heavy hitters are, are riding the Steelers midweek here. I think this line could move down to a pick'em game. So give me the one and a half
1: right now. Yeah, you don't want it to move to a pick'em game because then Tomlin's not technically an underdog.
0: Well, I should say uh, plus plus <laughs> a half, plus a half. It'll move maybe to plus a half.
1: There you go, there you go. Or just but yeah, underdog, underdog. Tomlin is completely different than heavy favorite versus two and ten team Tomlin.
0: Well, yeah, and, and at this point, it's also an emotional hedge. I've com- we've I've completely flipped. Like, let's just at this point lose out and get an elite. Uh, offensive lineman in the top fifteen, and or, instead of no, playing this fucking charade,
1: oh, we yeah, a, yeah. We get another quarter, but get a real quarterback that's actually like a quality first rounder, not a thirty-seven year old,
0: you know, super senior that was mediocre in college. I don't know, no. Omar Omar Khan is trying to build the trenches. We need a center. Well, yeah.
1: Like, well, I wanted the send I wanted linemen. I, we could have had Creed Humphrey and freaking Tyler Linder Linderbaum, but nobody listens to me. Now we're stuck with <laughs> Now we're stuck with Najee who we're going to kick to the curb in one more year and then a freaking quarterback that stinks and has baby hands and we're going to kick him to the curb and we're still going to be a square one. <laughs> Actually, no. We need to go We need to go freaking we don't have the see, and that's the thing too. Is we were in such a good cap position, then we resigned all our stud, which we need. You know, we need to pay TJ and Minka and all that. But like, then we have whiffed. We've entirely whiffed on all these free agents the past couple of years, like Miles Jack, Patrick Peterson, all the linemen they signed. Like now, 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 we're actually not in a good cap spot. I was gonna say we should go out and freaking throw a bunch of money at Kirk Cousins, but we
0: can't even do that. Tough sledding. Tough down down the mountains, uh, the the uh, soon to be mud mud sunk mountains of (laughs) Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Uh, That's it for the show.
1: I don't Uh, want them to. I don't want them to just lose out because, like, I feel like the players are too. Well, yeah, that too. But like, then you know, I mean, like TJ, yeah, oh yeah, they they deserve to win. Like, yeah, yeah, but like at the same time, it's like we're gonna get blown out by you know. Okay, we get to the playoffs and go to Miami and lose by 64 you know what I mean like and you're putting people at risk of like getting like that's all we need is freaking someone to blow out their knee in week 19 because we're playing a game that we don't even deserve we I just don't even, I don't even know what I want there's literally
0: nothing at this point that will make me happy we want the seven seed and then the two seed to get all of their players hurt in week 18 <laughs> that's uh there we go or the or the six seed and it's the third seed. Whatever, whatever. Choose your adventure here. But uh, that's the only way we're winning a playoff game, is like three three starters for one of those teams to get uh, out for wild card weekend. A- anything else before we uh, close? All I got. Yeah, I think that that was pretty. That was good.
1: Pens are tied three three with uh, two minutes to go in the third. So we'll. Uh, this is normally where they lose in overtime.
0: Uh, Draymond Green suspended indefinitely for oh, being yeah, a psychopath. Was, yeah. Has to go to counseling. This was his
1: third his third ejection of the year. Did you watch any of the uh no the in season <laughs> tournament thing? Yeah, I didn't either. I literally I'll, did not watch a second of it. But my
0: I- my entire NBA coverage is getting the final score for each Cavs game.
1: There you go. I saw I saw the uh the viewership for the tournament was up 4% from the viewership of like the regular season last year. So nobody else was watching it. I mean, that's not like, like they were, I'm sure they were hoping for like way more. Like 4% is is not good. Yes. That's it's better than 0% for sure. But I feel like it's still a very underwhelming. My point in saying this was we were not the only ones who didn't watch it because obviously most people didn't watch
0: it. Well, it went up again Sunday, or no, it was on a s- Saturday uh, that game. But people are, yeah, oh, yeah I'm right out after. doing shit. Yeah. Well, I, well, I
1: think, I think just the tournament in general, not the, uh, oh, 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 oh. not the final itself. But yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, that was, it was a good, uh,
0: good Saturday for sports there. This Saturday, I think UFC 296 is right around the corner. Let me see real quick. Yep, UFC 296 is this Saturday. Uh you know what? Haven't looked at this card at all. I'm gonna oh my god, Patty Pimbley versus Tony Ferguson. And Ian, oh, there's a whole saga about Ian Gary has like a succubus um wife who is like twice his age and yeah. wrote a book about how to <laughs> how how to get an all-star athlete.
1: You, you saw you you have a you have a tweet about him on the account from like two years ago that like a couple of re- people have like randomly. It was it. from you earlier this that? year. Oh, it was, was it? Yeah, it was this year. But it was but like
0: it was like set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got a couple likes from that re- reoccurring news searching his name. <laughs> yeah, so. that's funny. Shout out. Yeah. Oh, uh, give me Wonder Boy Thompson. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's fighting. Uh, he got he he had to sit out his last fight because the other guy got hurt or didn't make weight something like that at, at the last minute. So he got snubbed. That was going to be his stepping stone to the title shot. So he's, he's fighting some Chinese looking guy who's 17 and O though. So I don't know about that, but yeah, g- give me him. Give me, give me Steven Thompson. Give me, give me Brandon Roy Val the co-main event. And you know what? Uh, give me, Give me Vincent Luque against Ian Gary. Uh, Ian Gary's got too much on his plate right now. (laughs) And so uh, I think Ian Gary gets his first loss here. So there's my main card uh, picks. And then I'd stay away from Patty versus Tony, although I would probably take Patty because he just announced he's having a a kid. Uh, So just he gets the kid bump. Well, yeah. All right, there's your UFC 296 breakdown, uh, spontaneous breakdown <laughs> and picks for that as well. Maybe we'll, I, I need to X those out on uh, Saturday, although I'll be busy being miserable by the Steelers, so who knows if I'll get to that. All right, that's the show. Tune in. Return to play pod on X. Enjoy the second to last weekend. Or no, this is the last weekend before Christmas weekend, right? Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. You got to get get your shit together, people. If you don't got your Christmas shit together, this is your last weekend because next weekend, the the roads, the stores, all of that is going to be miserable to, to adventure through. So this is your warning now. Uh, wrap, you, you can wrap your gifts next weekend. You got to get your gifts this weekend. Get on Amazon. With all that said, the most important thing, stay healthy, America.